You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Josh Peterson, Jimmy Allen, and Nick Grimm. Check the back seat. Check. Always check the back seat. Check the back seat. We run, we run commercials. And it is the... Jingliest jingle ever. It's a really good jingle. It's so good. Jingles are back. Aaron has responded, Jimmy. Oh, about your alleged. I'm here for it. Alleged saying that Creighton would have 60 percent of the fans in PBA. Now you say that opinion whack. You say that you did not say this. And I asked him, do you remember when it was? And he says, I think it was Blue Jay shoot around before that oh. game. I wish I had the audio. Whoever Con- he was with questioned him when he said it. Conveniently, something that's not recorded somewhere. Question for uh, you. Do we not record Blue Jay shoot around? We do not. Pretty sure we do. What? Yeah, we do. I think do. we record everything. Sure. Yeah. Let's see if we can find it. I'm here for it. Okay. I. Uh, who would you have done that show with? Was uh, that other Jimmy? Uh, it's the only G- person I've ever done shoot around with. The Jimmys? Nick, you have to go through the entire Blue Jay shoot around show now to find out. What day was that? That was December the... It was an early game, an early December game, Nick. It was like probably the 5th or something like that. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, for Creighton, Nebraska, it yeah. was... December the 3rd, third, Nick. Yep. Man, they they did win by a lot of points that day. Uh, somebody else asks, where was it at? Was it on the was YouTube? Was I a J-sker fan? Yes, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy. So many Jimmys. Is Jimmy a J-sker? And then Jimmy Allen responded, he is. Oh, that's you speaking... Yes. Yeah. shoot around, right? Yeah, cool. I'll Blue Jay shoot around. All right, Nick, if you find this, you are going to get lots of praise. Jimmy will not praise. I you, will praise you, I, but Nick, I, will I will praise you. I will give you one. Call me a good boy. Mm. I don't think I will ever do that. John agrees with you, Jimmy, it, about there, something that that the, Crane would put sixty. No, not about that. Not about that. Jimmy uh, or John writes: If Hoiberg isn't on a heated seat, as Jimmy says then no one in the Nebraska Athletic Department cares about basketball. It has been long enough for the improvement to happen, and it barely has. So he says, by the way, Aaron writes, if he is wrong about what you said, he will buy, he says, you guys lunch. So I'm getting a free lunch out of this. Then we we need to find this. Is Nick included? He's Uh, the one doing the work. Good question. He's the one doing the work. I also am poor. Yep. All right. So Aaron's buying three people lunch if Jimmy didn't say that. Now, the hard part about I'm this, trying to think of what I could have possibly that's said that made him think that I said that too. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering about too. That's what I'm wondering about too. Uh, by the way, John is the only person that agrees with you that he is on the that he is of a hot seat right now. John is a very intelligent. person. I just don't think that he is. Of I didn't a hot say he seat. was on a hot seat. You I said think, if they lose his, out every his, game for I the rest his of time, seat is warming up he because of seat. what the rest of this schedule looks like. Okay. And not being, they're not being very many impressive wins, and more importantly, really bad losses in a couple of these situations that it could turn the narrative. Okay, yeah, I definitely disagree with you. Another person just says Aaron, different Aaron, different Aaron. But there are many Aarons that listen to the show too. Uh, Does Aaron Rodgers call on this show too? No, thank God, we would we would mute him. Uh, a text from the four hundred two. Jimmy says OJ Simpson and Jimmy Allen. If I did it, handshake me, handshake <laughs> meme. Jimmy Allen, OJ Simpson, both people wearing the gloves that are a little too tiny. Have you seen uh, the video of the lady that walks up to OJ and asks him what it feels like to be a murderer, and he just like smiles and shakes her hand and tells her it's nice to meet her? No, I have it's not. It's very funny. I've definitely not seen that video. <laughs> uh, speaking of videos, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? 
Dominic Riola. Have you seen this video? You, uh, you... About the Herb Street stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have. All right, so uh, Dominic... Have you seen the video of Kirk Herb Street throwing his papers yelling at Nebraska fans on ESPN Classic in like 2007? Oh, yeah. I, was, I think I was probably watching that live back then. So uh, if you missed it, Dominic Riola was on a... Let me make sure I have the uh, service correctly. But he was on Rivals. I was okay. going to say, I thought it was Rivals. Yep, so he was on with Adam Gorney uh, to talk about Dylan's flip from Georgia to Nebraska, uh, and a lot of other stuff. The interview was... Flip from Ohio State. It was... Uh, yeah, people <laughs> forget. Uh, the interview was over 10 minutes long. Well, there was one part towards the end that has been making the rounds a little bit within the college football media community, and you're going to figure out why very quickly, because a very prominent college football media member is mentioned. Said to check the back seat. Yep. Oh, yes, indeed. So here is Dominic Riola with Adam Gurney. Gurney? Gorney? On, uh, on Rivals.com. When this was happening, I, I will say, bring up one guy's name. His name's Kirk Herbstreet. When he saw, he saw the smoke uh, about Dylan entertaining Nebraska, he was like, called me. He said, dude, is this true? He got to do it. You know, he got to do it. He, he, his affinity for Nebraska, uh, for a guy like that to tell me and to, you know, get behind me. Like I knew, I knew he needed to do it, but I wasn't going to sit here and say, you need to go change that place or be a part of the change of that place. Yeah. Um, so when Kirk told me that, you know, I was like, man, you know, this is, I've had people reach out, other coaches reach out, reach out to me and say, look, the, the place is special. Coach rules, a special leader. So there you go. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit apparently helped uh, or encouraged, rather, Dylan to flip his commitment from Georgia to Nebraska. Can I ask the question nobody's asking? (laughs) Is it weird that Dominic Rayola is doing this? Doing the interview? Yeah. No, no. Like, I get that he's an alumni and he's obviously a former... It's names up that is the fame. question no one is asking. Like, that's you're really, not like, wrong. Nobody else's father is like. That's okay. No, 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 no. That's not true. Fathers speak to media people all the time about their sons. This is very normal. Dads mean, love you've media. Been following that's, recruiting. Come it's, on. It's weird. Every like I think about the the Florida Gators player that like his dad went and took a picture of him in the full uniform. That, he, that was like, was, he was like, he was like, your other son, whack. Yeah. No. <laughs> this I would say it's weird. I. Now, it, Can we not do this? I don't know. I just, so you're out on fathers talking about their sons? I'm Jimmy on, Allen out on fathers. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, she's I'm out father. on media members contacting parents and being like... Whoa, Jimmy writes that know. Jimmy hates Nebraska. Jimmy! <laughs> Jimmy! No, I, I mean, like... If, if, I'm if, very happy that Dylan Royal is here. I'm very, but, ha- I'm very happy, happy for Dominic and the fact that he gets to see his son play at Nebraska. But... I just I, like he's, you know he's how encouraging he's here. his dad is. No, yeah. I, I just I love that my dad I, patted me on the shoulder and said, "Good job, son." I want it to be about Dylan. Dad, go on rivals. I just want <laughs> go talk about me on okay, rivals. I'm here for that. Yeah. Uh, no, I just I just want it. I I I want it to. Uh, there's like I think for us to get over the past, we just got to keep looking to the future and like for Dylan, uh, this needs to be about Dylan. And mm-hmm. Dominic has done a really good job of doing that. I mm-hmm. think. I just don't think this helps Dylan in any way. Well, it's interesting you say because I did just receive a message from somebody, and since this person slid into the DMs, I will like, leave... Jimmy Allen said on Blue Jays, shoot on <laughs> Dominic Raiola. No. I will leave the, this person nameless, but the person said, I'm telling you, I don't know how big or small, but Dom is going to be a problem at some point. Is that kind of what you were alluding to here, Mr. Uh, Jimmy Allen? I don't think he's going to be a problem. I, I just think at some point it may be perceived as a problem from outside of the program. Okay, why isn't... Why isn't Dylan saying these things? Why do we need to hear from his dad? Is Does Dylan have a problem speaking to me? There's just so many narratives you could spin off of this. Well, to be just... fair, this is so inside baseball and about media and players, but I will 
just you know explain it. Dylan kind of can't go on these types of shows now because he is he is at Nebraska. So like they, right. everyone they, would they have to approve a, it. a rivals media member can't without talking to Keith Mann and getting to bingo agreed. Could they have gotten him on the show? I mean maybe. Um, but but that like so that is a you say why didn't why didn't Dylan speak? Well because now he is a, he is actually attending the university. So it's a little bit different. So it's interesting. Obviously, as you know, it's so fun to do shows with you because sometimes I'll have a topic and I'm expecting it to go one way, and, and you took it a, a bit of a different way to start. But what do you think about Herb Street doing this? Well, because yeah. that's the thing. Like I saw, I saw this making the rounds a little bit yesterday, but I didn't finally watch it until I saw a headline from Awful announcing about it. That essentially was like, <laughs> is this okay? Yeah. Is this okay that I mean, Herb Street? You know, everyone knows who he is, so I'm not going to go through his his background, but. Uh, I mean, he is a very powerful voice. Yeah, and that's what Jeff just said. Jeff just went in and said, how many times do you think this actually happens where Herb Street's picking up? Uh, like, It's probably not very many, and it'd be weird if it was. Well, I see, it's funny. I th- actually thought that you're, that, who is that, Jeff? I yeah. thought Jeff was going to go the other way for a moment and say, I wonder if if he does this more often than we realize, at yeah. least with the big-time players, because Herb Street is going to well, the have fact s- that this has happened once is more times than I would have assumed. I would have, too. <laughs> you know, like, now, th- so... I I have a lot of questions about like why would Kirk care, you know? And I I wonder if one like because now look I know that Georgia fans are going to be like he hates us. Um, my first thought was yeah, is course. he trying to spread the wealth and make you know, like Nebraska being good would be good for ESPN would be good for college football would be good for everybody. So I wonder if there's some some of that a part of this too. I do, I do find it very odd though. This is someone who has in theory no ties to Nebraska. It's not like he has ties to Matt Rule. Has been considered to be a nebraska hater at times he has been yeah it's, yeah. it's funny because i've 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 forgotten about what what you mentioned because when bo arrived he was very pro nebraska which made sense right bo Pelini was an ohio state alum i right. thought that for the most part he's gone through fits and spurts there was the whole undefeated start in 2016 and and him and the game day guys were really you know giving it to nebraska before they fell apart that season and so sometimes it feels like he is pro sometimes it seems like he is anti Remember david pollock was like nobody actually thinks nebraska is the number seven team in the mm. country right so i'm i'm curious as to what the reason would be but going back to jimmy how so, you started this conversation and the dm that i received this is a story that i bet kirk is like Dude, why did you say that? Why did you say yeah. that? That was the other thing that I thought of when I read so this. So Derek asked a very interesting question. Does anybody believe there's a chance this might not be a true story? That Dominic is, <laughs> is like embellishing? <laughs> sure, there might be some possibility it's not true. I highly doubt a guy of Dominic Raiola's volition would make this up and go on a national media platform and say this without this being true. Yeah. So, yeah, I, no, I, I believe it is true, but I... I don't know if Kirk would have been exactly thrilled that that was information given. I bet Kirk was pissed. Yeah. I bet he was livid that this story got out there. I wouldn't want this out there. If this is true and he did this stuff and, and he was like, even if it was just a, yeah, that'd be a good school for you to go to. Even if he's not like totally pushing him and making phone calls, if he's still like, yeah, I think that you'd be a better fit there than Georgia. That's still like, hey, man, that's a private thing that happened between me, Kirk Herbstreit, and you. Like, yeah. you know, why Why are you telling this story now to people? And the other thing about Dom, like, doing this, like, because I, 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 I was like, oh, when Dylan was at the the basketball game when he came here the first time and he got up. A year ago. And he's, and he's panning to the crowd. Like, Dom kind of, like, leaned. Like, he was clearly in the shot and kind of leaned away. And, I, like, I thought that. I was like, okay, he's going to try to just get out of the spotlight as much as he can. So I guess that's a lot, maybe why this is a little weird to me, too. Is it Like, at the forefront, it kind of felt like he didn't want to be seen. He wanted his son to have the spotlight. Maybe now it's different that he's actually committed to Nebraska, but I don't know. Just It seems it, it seems like he's kind of pivoted on that. Yeah, see, I, I guess I've never been 
I've never been shocked when dads want to talk about their sons. And I think that there are certainly different levels of, you know, the, the fathers who are like way over the top, that they're controlling every aspect of the recruitment. I never have gotten that vibe from Dom. I, the vibe that I've gotten from him is, you know, sometimes he gets interview requests and then he talks about his son and then everybody mm-hmm. kind of moves on with their day. The difference about this story versus other ones, like he was on Happer Show a year ago at this time, actually, because the Super Bowl was in Phoenix and that was around he was the on time. Happer Show a month and a half ago. Yeah. So he's yeah. come on. He's come on uh, the shows of the zone, you know, multiple times. We've had him on before on our show, too. And so I'm not surprised that he's speaking about it. This story, though, the only reason it cut through the noise, I wouldn't have known that he did this interview. That's a good point. If if the if he didn't mention the Herb Street stuff, is could like I, people are saying this tongue cheek, but like is it any could any part of that be considered tampering? Like, there's no reason that Kirk Herb Street would be like, Wait, let's get let's get all these players to Nebraska. Like, you know, no. he's got no rooting. Interest. Like legally tampering? Yeah. Or no, it's yeah. not because he doesn't. He's not a Nebraska booster. Or is he? No. I'm no. Just <laughs> Nick X Files music. No, I'm just kidding. I I, I just I think he's that, still looking for your yeah, 60 percent scrubbing. Yep, yep. Are you really okay? Good good on you, Nick. What segment are you in? I don't know. They don't save him in segments. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's just there's, one large. There's, but caller Lauren did come call in to confirm that he heard Jimmy say it. Oh, oh. wow. Okay. Jimmy. Uh, speaking of uh, Dylan Riola, 24/7, our good friend Mike Shaver put together his uh, Super Six. Who made the Super 6? Who is the 2024 class sleeper? As Shafe writes, there's no set criteria, just however the voter wants to pursue things. I've been doing the Super 6 for many, many years. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if John and I kind of go through why we decided to to pick certain players uh, at this time next week. And it's funny because as I'm scrolling and looking at the composite, I always forget that we're allowed to do transfers now because I did not include Dante Dowdell and I did not include Micah Mazuka because I forgot that we're allowed to include transfers so I just went pure high school and I was the only one by the way oh only one uh to put Daniel Kalen in my top six I put Daniel Kalen in there I thought about making him a sleeper I included him in I was gonna say I was gonna say I would put him as my sleeper I don't know if I'd put him in my top six overall yeah so the top six composite was Dylan Riola Carter Nelson Grant Bricks Caleb Benning Dante Dowdell, and then Micah Mazuka, and then a handful of players were able to get uh, sleeper votes. Are you surprised, though, Mr. Jimmy Allen, that Dylan Raiola was not a unanimous selection? One person had him second, and one person, a friend of the Grum, had him all the way down at number four. Now he's the most important cog in the wheel. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, so you're surprised that he was not a unanimous. One, so you're yeah. surprised that he wasn't though unanimous. Yes, absolutely. One. Are yeah. you not? No, that, I am. I was oh, okay. just asking if you were. <laughs> you, you said that like you were like, well, no, I'm why. stunned. I, don't think so. yeah. I, th- I think it was. Uh, I think it was very, very easy to put him number one. He is. I mean, he's first of all, he's the first five started to commit out of high school in years. Yeah. Second of all, he's a quarterback. Um, third of all, Ohio State and Georgia wanted him. So like that, that kind of says all I need to know about him. I think the argument against him being number one, if I were to present a case to you, the judge. I would say, look, Your Honor, he committed to multiple schools and he played for, what, four different high schools. I think that that would be the argument against him being a hit at Nebraska is, are you sure he's going to finish his career at Nebraska? But I wasn't willing to make that argument um, because I don't think that that's going to happen. Yeah, and, and I, I kind of tweeted this out the other day from the After Hours show, but like just comparing his numbers to the guys that have been the number one quarterback before him, like they're pretty lockstep with some – like the Quinn Ewers, the Arch Mannings of the world, like the numbers reflect evenly, even despite the, which is more impressive considering the fact that he just transferred, albeit to one of the nation's blue chip programs 
into a system he'd never been in with players that he hadn't been around and was basically able to keep up with uh, the Joneses, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, not number one, but it was not me, as uh, some were accusing me of, of being. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, we will uh, talk some Creighton Hoops with John Walker of the Omaha World Herald. Some uh, other news coming out of Nebraska that we can get to at some point today. Uh, gambling maybe coming to the apps in Nebraska. Uh, Super Bowl legacy talk, asking if Jimmy would like to engage in any of that. We could certainly dive back into the streaming conversation as well. And why does Scott Shanley hate Nebraska? All of that and more as we roll on on this Wednesday or Thursday, rather, afternoon. Plus, UCLA and Chip Kelly wanted to unpack something with you. We will do that when we return. It is on Sportsmanlike Conduct here on 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.